Real people, real opinions, real talk radio. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic hits. Working from home and the right to work from home. The Tonister, Leo Varadkar, is who's going to be the Taoiseach again very shortly. But anyway, uh, is urging a return to the office in August, a month earlier than currently planned. And the Minister for Enterprise, Trade and Employment also wants to see people returning to their desks within weeks, even if remote and blending workings are to become a much bigger feature in life after COVID. Now, the Irish Independent revealed that he is now asking Neffet to consider a phased return to offices in August rather than September. And Mr. Varadkar believes that the beginning uh, to plan for this return to the office now rather than several weeks' time will be advantageous. He would like to see office workers get settled in in a new routine before the rush of the schools and colleges returns. Now, there was an article in the Irish Independent not so long ago, and I'm going to read a bit of it here. It says, An awful lot hangs on whether working from home lasts beyond the end of the pandemic. Of course, now that everyone has seen remote working and how well it can work and operate, uh, some form of uh, work flexibility is here to stay. But beyond that, we really haven't a clue as to how this is going to work out. As one senior executive observed to me this week, uh, we will, uh, will, where will you place, where would your place of work be in the future? Is it defined by your desk, in work, or where your laptop is? So for many companies, they're kind of, I suppose, plumping up the hybrid working, a mix of in and out of the office as a kind of halfway house when employees start to return in the autumn. It is reasonable starting point, according to the Irish Independent, but everyone is just feeling their way into this new world. Now, Downing Street has also confirmed uh, that the government is now considering legislation to make working from home the default option to be given to employees at the right when they request it. Responding to reports that ministers could change the law, Boris Johnson's official spokesperson said a flexible working task force is now examining how best to proceed. What we're consulting on is making flexible working a default option unless there's good reasons not to. That would mirror, of course, the approach to other forms of flexibility and working hours, etc., etc. Now, Leo Varadkar said in the last few days... When it comes to the workplace, I don't believe we should return to the old normal. We need a new normal in which people are facilitated to work from home or work from a hub near where they live. It's about choice. That kind of hints at the fact that the government may bring in legislation. Now, Leo has previously promised that in next October's budget, uh, there would be a tax expense and an allowance charge to facilitate people who choose to work from home remotely. And the new employee protections came in after thousands of people started working from home last year due to the COVID pandemic. And many companies are seeing the cost-saving benefits have decided to permanently move their workforce to remote working. Now, look, it's hugely complicated. The law is hugely complicated. And not every job can be done from home. We're well aware of that. You can't work at a shop and work from home. You can't work at a factory and work from home. But certainly if you're in technology, if you're in administration, if you're in a civil service office job... If you're in, uh, well, you could essentially say teachers can work from home too, couldn't you? But I think teachers need to be there. I'm going to be honest with you. Maybe if you're a teacher, you might disagree with me. But I don't think I don't think blended learning works for everybody. So let's park that one. But generally speaking, do you believe there should be legislation and a law that allows you to work from home as a default option unless... Your employer can prove that your productivity is lower working from home than working in an office. In other words, we already have a template. We've already got a precedent set because people have been working from home for the last 18 months. 25,000 people are still working from home. 
and they will all be back, many of them, to a, maybe a mix of hybrid working, as they call it, between now and September. So, the question is, should you have a legal right, provided you can do your job from home, and provided you can prove over the last 18 months that your job has been successfully done from home, which is easy to prove, because you're still in a job, I assume, if you're working from home, should you be legally allowed to work from home? Or, the disadvantage is that it takes away the employer's rights to have you in the office. And some employers will say, well, no, I prefer to have them in the office where I can kick them in the arse every now and again. And also, from your point of view, the disadvantage is you might miss out on promotions because there's not that much face-to-face going on. You know, you're not in the office environment where other people might be and have an advantage over you uh, for promotions, etc., etc. So that's entirely up to you. But should you have a legal right to do it? So I'll give you an example. Theoretical situation. You've been working from home for the last... 18 months. You're looking after the kids while you're working from home. You're managing to get them to school. You're managing to collect them as well because you can take an hour out to collect the kids from school, do an hour extra, all that kind of thing. But you can fit in your job and you can do both and you've saved a lot of money on childcare costs. You've saved a lot of hassle and your work, I suppose, and free time are much better balanced and you have a better quality of life. So your boss says, how you doing? Mary, listen, need you back in the office. August back in the office, we're all back in the office. And you go, but hold on for a second. I can't afford a child. I, I now see what my life can be like without having to pay ridiculous childcare costs. And, you know, and my husband can't do it because he's, he works in a factory. So it, it, this suits us better. And I, I'm doing my work. I, I'm doing as much now as I was when I was in the office. So what's the problem? And your boss goes, sorry, Mary, back to the office. I need you back in the office. Otherwise, I'll fire you. So. Should an employer have that right to demand you go back to the office, even though your productivity is the same? Or should you have a legal right to be allowed to work from home? All right, so I want to know if you agree with it. Now, obviously, it wouldn't work for everybody, and, uh, and that would have to be looked at, the way, the way the legislation would work, as to whether an employer would have to prove that your productivity is lower working at home before they demand you work in an office. Let me know what you think. The number is 87 do you believe people should have a legal right to work from home? 087-188-0008. Colette, you're an Ireland's classic kid. How are you doing, Colette? Niall, how are you today? I'm good. How are you keeping? Uh, I'm pretty good, pretty good. Yeah. Only vaccines is an on now at this stage. All right, very good. All right, so Colette, should we have a legal right to work from home? Yes. Right, okay. Definitely. Okay. And I've been working from home now for the past, since... Since the fourth, since lockdown, um, sorry, the second lockdown. Yeah. And um, the job I'm in, I'm in admin. Okay. I work for a big firm. Obviously, I'm not going to say who it is. Yeah. Um, and my boss has already said to me, "You're back in the office in July." Okay. And I'm kind of going, "Okay, why July?" Oh, I mean, the office, the office is not due to open until September. And, uh, no, By the way, have they given you notice of that? Because I know in the UK you must give thirty days notice to somebody if you want them back in the office by law. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it is over here. I don't think I don't know if there's any law around it over here. I don't think that law is here at the moment. Um, I assume they would have to legally give you some sort of reasonable amount of time to adjust. You know what I mean? I, I would assume they do, um, but I'm 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 not in the in the the, the case that I'd have children to get to school to. Uh, to do the school run or anything like that. Mm. Um, but he, he just announced to me on Monday, he rang me on Monday and he said, oh, you're back in the office from, from the, the 6th of July. Okay, that's very um, soon. And you're, yeah. and, and, and you're going to be doing three days a week and two days from, from home. Right, so I it's hybrid, hy- 
Hybrid working, they call that. Yeah, yeah. hybrid working, yeah. Um, I wasn't given the option um, to say that, um, well, can I do... I mean, he told me what days I'm going to be doing. Okay. I, didn't, I, I wasn't given the option, like, what days do you want to do? So he's taken away my rights, even though I don't have any children to do the school run to or anything like that, but he's, I feel he's just taken away my rights to say, this is the way I want you to work, not the way you, I, you're, you are going to work. But, but the problem is, currently at the moment, Colette, he hasn't taken away your rights because you are with, he is within your, his rights to demand you be there five days a week because under the old contract you had for work, your work employment contract, I'm assuming, you had to be on the premises. Now, because of COVID, of course, everything changed. And now there's a precedent set whereby you have been at home for a, a long duration of time. And I think everybody in the country would have a good case to say, well, hold on for a second, I've now got used to this, can we work together? Yeah. I mean, the, the, there was um, an email sent around from one of the senior people within the firm to say that it would be flexible. Mm-hmm. He's not being flexible at all. So you would like a situation where you could say, well, look, I, I could do two days maybe because it's a bit difficult for me with this, this and this. Or, yeah. and, and could that be like Tuesday and Thursday? And of course, there's other people to consider in the office too. Where so, so there would have to be an arrangement made with everybody so where there's all agreeable on it. Yeah. Well, I mean, and see, that's, I mean, that's the other case as well. I mean, if you're going to have um, a team of, of 20 people in the office, not all desks are going to be available because they, have, they, have, they actually have the, desks, um, the available desks um, that people can sit at. So you're not going to get 20 people sitting there um, within a team because... The, the, the availability is not going to be there. Are you talking about social distancing? Exactly, yeah. Well, now, I, I, I don't know what role that's going to play in August, for example, where Leo Radcliffe suggested everybody goes back to work. I know Leo yeah. had said the other day that people who are not vaccinated might have to wear masks when they go back to work. But I know legal experts have said you can't do that either because you're identifying people who haven't been vaccinated and that's against GDPR rules. So that could be complicated too. Exactly. You know, so I don't um, know how that's going to work out. Yeah, and I mean, I think that I think they're in the process of trying to work that out at the moment in in where I'm working. Yeah. Um, but I mean, for him to say to me, "You're coming back in on such and such a date. I want you in on these dates, um, for the next from now until till the end of the year." Okay. Um, do, do you I, think you should have the right, a legal right, to say to your employer, "Actually, no, I prefer working from home." And my productivity is, your, I'm assuming your productivity, you believe, is as good as it was when you were in the office. I think it's better. Okay, but, and a lot of people have said that to me, actually. They have better productivity because they're more yeah. relaxed working at home. They're not, and they're not nipping out for smokes every 10 minutes and all that kind of carry on. So, yeah. Yeah, so you believe you should have the legal right to say to your employer, actually, no, I'd rather stay at home. Thank you. Yes, I, th- I, I definitely I do. I, de- I definitely think I do. Mm-hmm. Um, I just think um, the, the, the person that I work for... Um, is very unreasonable mm-hmm. and there's just no give and take with him whatsoever. Well, He's again, there. again, as it stands, Colette, and I understand what you're saying and, and that's obviously your, your opinion mm. on the matter, but as it stands, they do have a legal right to demand you back to the office as it stands currently at the moment. Now, Leo Varadkar is obviously looking at all this legislation for fairer codes of practice for workers, but stay there for a second because, Alan, you're an mm. Ireland's classic kid. How are you doing, Alan? Good night, how are you? Good. Alan, do you be- believe that employers should be legally obliged to let their staff, like Colette, who's an admin member of staff, work from home? No. Should no. no legal, it shouldn't be a legal right. Uh, it should be done on a case-by-case basis. You negotiate with your employer. Have we lost the art of conversation? We can't negotiate things with our own employers. Well, some people are better at negotiating than others. 
That's not, or they not might be in a better position to negotiate than others. But when you accept the job, if you're doing a monthly review, you're doing a review, you can have the conversation. Mm-hmm. Is there any chance it can work? For, and coming off the back of COVID, you can say to employers, is there any way we can work at working one day at home or two days at home or whatever it may be? Yeah. It should be like yeah, you because there's a massive vacuum that's happening now in companies where it's not about the meetings taking place face to face. It's about what happens in between those meetings. It's about the, the informal chat. And there's a lot of that that's missing. There's a, there's a lot of stuff in this there. So, so do you think general productivity is not as good when people are working from home? So, my own product, because I work from home part time and I'm out on the road then, right? So, my productivity at home can be quite good, right? Because I can get things done, I can shut myself away. But when you're in an office situation, those conversations you're having with people can spark new ideas, can spark things that you, you just hadn't thought about to go into something. You're not getting that on, on Zoom or, or yeah. Teams. But it's quite formal, it's quite, here's the agenda, here's what we're going to discuss. And that's that, that, that the way you work it. So, there's a, there's a so you believe the creativity is down? Yeah, it's gone, yeah. Mm. And yeah, Colette, would you, Colette, would you agree no. with that? That the creativity, no. that the, in the, when you're in the office environment, you know, there might be a few ideas are, you know, shot out there, you know, in regards to improving situations or improving sales or whatever it is that you do for a living. Yeah. I, I mean, I work with the, the, the company that I work with in, um, we all have like teams that we work for. Yeah. And I'm involved with two different, two different teams. I'm on call to those at least three times a week. And our productivity rate has gone way up um, compared to what it was before COVID. Now, could that be due to the fact that your business, and I don't want to know the business you're in, please, right? But could it be due to the fact that your business is just better because of COVID, because of the type of business it is? I think it is. And because, I mean, mean, our company is very Mm client-facing. So, I mean, mean, we, we, we sent a survey out to our clients um, within, within the first six months of the COVID and they, we asked our clients what more can we do for you and they came back and suggestions were put forward to the teams and we've taken all that on board and we've run with it and the clients are so happy with, with our productivity of different things that we do for them um, mm-hmm. that you know I mean and I mean we, well, we still bounce different ideas off each other as well like what we would do in the office Alan, if it's obvious, I mean, we look, we've had a good run at it now. We've had 18 months, more or less, really. Some people have literally been at home for the last 18 months. So there's a good precedent set. And we've good evidence to show if, a, a, you know, an employee is working better or worse, as the case may be, at home. So surely if an employee's productivity is just as good and they're doing just as well and performing just as well, surely that option should be there for them. So again, so again you've got your evidence. Let's go back to your employer and have the conversation, but it shouldn't be legislated for well, so we, we have to have legislation in all sorts of things to protect well, both the employer and the employee. There has to be legislation. It doesn't have to be to, to give you the right to work from home. It should be, that should be negotiated directly with your employer. It's an easy thing to do. And you now have the evidence of working from home. So you can provide your employer with that evidence. You can have the discussion. But I don't think we, we need to put, put our laws in place for Okay, so if, if, you have, if you have a fair discussion with your employer and say, well, look, yeah, here's the evidence, here's, here's my sales figures for 2020 versus 2019. Uh, as you can see, I'm way up. Uh, you know, I've answered more calls. If you're a call centre, for example, or whatever it is, or you're answering queries online, I've done more. And, and your employer says, I don't care. I want you back in the office. Yeah, that's not really a conversation, and that's going to happen in offices around the country. Uh, so I, I, I know companies that have been told staff and told to get back to the office, and that's the way it is, right? Yeah. Well, the is, I have no issue with people working from home. People should work from home. It takes a lot of traffic off road, etc., etc. Right. 
and and the childcare is a big thing as well. The childcare is massive; it's ridiculously overpriced. But we shouldn't need laws brought in to do it. And I said, I'm quite wary when Leo Brack holds his mouth because there's always something else behind it. There's there's an opinion poll somewhere to be done. Well, I I, 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 I always assume, I always assume with Leo because he talks out of both sides of the mouth. It's usually you know obviously to gain public support. Look, it doesn't need to be legislated for. I, I think most employers, most employers, I'm saying, are reasonable. I've used that evidence there and have a discussion with them. There's no reason why they wouldn't have you to work a day or two at home. Okay, we'll stay, we'll stay there just for a second. Let me go to uh, Angela as well. Hold on for a second. Angela, you're on Ireland's Classic Kids. How are you doing? Hi, Niall. How are you? <clears throat> You've listened to Colette's situation, and many people. Colette would be very representative of many people around the country who want to continue to work from home, but maybe their employers are not really accommodating them. Do you believe employers should have to accommodate them? No. No. Why? Down. No. Well, let's see. I mean, Angela, I'm not going to have a go now, but you have to work in your place of work because you look after children. That's a different situation. Yes. So it's a bit unfair then for you to say no. No, because what you also haven't thought about is employers who turn around and say, do you know what? We don't need people back in the office, so you have to stay at home. What about people who want to get back to work, want to get back into the office? And the employers are saying no. Well, that could be their choice too, couldn't it? Yeah, but it shouldn't be. The thing is, this whole pandemic um, has thrown up. I know that it's it's easier for a lot of people and, you know, especially parents at home and with childcare and everything. But up until December 2019... were they going to bring it in back then? No, it's because of this pandemic. But maybe the, maybe the pandemic, yeah, but, but, but Angela, maybe the pandemic opened our eyes a little bit on something like we're also talking recently about the four day working week, right? So maybe the pandemic opened our eyes a little bit to a work, what they call a work life balance. In other words, that maybe we were doing things wrong. Just because we've been doing it for a hundred years doesn't mean it's right. So maybe we were doing things wrong. Maybe we should be going to four day work and week. Maybe we should be allowing people to work more remotely. That's the best technology has made that possible. We've shown that now. Well, Niall, you're not going down to a four-day week anyway because there's no way we could do without you on a Friday or a Thursday or something. <laughs> but, uh, That'd be nice, no, wouldn't it? Me working Monday to Thursday, get Tara to do Friday. That'd be great. <laughs> <laughs> but the, the one thing that I, I, I suppose it, it's always ingrained in me um, that if my employer tells me to do something, I do it. They're paying my wages. They are the ones who are paying you to do a job. So if they tell you that your job is to be in the office, your job is in the office. Yeah, but hang, yeah, now, but you do have rights. You don't, you're not just a yes man or woman, as the case may be. I mean, no. if your employer tells you to do something, you're allowed to question that. Yes, you're of allowed to you question it. Like, I'm not saying, you know, if you're Jump. a blister and the, the, <laughs> he tells you to go in and can clean the toilets. Like, I'm not saying that. But what I'm saying is, you are employed to if if you're in an office or you're in a call center or your job is is out of the home and your employer wants you back, you have to go back. So you don't feel any sympathy for Colette at all? No, no, I don't because it just seems like everyone. But she's. Else... But I, I'm assuming, I, don't, I don't want to speak. Sorry for interrupting, but I don't want to speak for Colette. But I, th- right. I think I get the impression, and Colette, tell me if I'm wrong here, that your work life balance is better and you're happier. Definitely. Definitely, mm. and I mean, I mean, when I'm in the office, if, if when I was in the office, um, I mean, my 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 hours are kind of eight to half four, um. So when 
obviously my day was finished. I'd finished, I'd locked down everything, go off, go home and stuff like that. They're actually getting longer out of me now from walking from home because I now don't finish until five, half five, six o'clock some, some evenings. But I'm still on at eight o'clock in the morning. So they're actually getting more out of me from walking from home than they did when I was in the office. No, that shouldn't be, that shouldn't be, a, that shouldn't be a, a trade-off, that you're working more hours at home because you're working. Well, people are doing that. The issue should, you well, shouldn't, you shouldn't, you shouldn't be doing that. That's not a trade-off. You shouldn't be well, doing it. But then how can your work-life balance be better? No, I, I, under, no, I understand I understand what she's saying. Because, well, firstly, she doesn't have to travel anywhere, right? But I do understand what she's saying is because she's conscious of the fact that her employer, you know, that she has to prove to her employer that she's doing her job. So she's getting things finished. She doesn't mind. She's at home. She can have a cup of tea while she's doing it. So it's not a huge problem for a lot of people. A lot of people, Alan, are doing that and Angela are doing that. They're working a little bit extra at home to get things done to prove that it can be done. You're contradicting yourself. Hang on, sorry, one at a time, Alan. Sorry, go ahead. Alan, go ahead. Yeah, you're contradicting yourself there. You're saying I'm more productive at home, but yet I'm working more hours to prove that I'm more productive. That's that's just your contradicting yourself. It's ridiculous. If your hours are half eight, half five, whether you're at home or in the office, that's what you should work to. And at that point, you can't get your work done within that time. It's a, it's a conversation with your employer. But, 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 but the point I was trying to make at the very start of all this, Alan, is you take, say, a working mother, right, uh, who's now working from home, and she has, say, two, two young kids, right? So she can stop work at, say, 11 o'clock to make lunches for the kids. She can stop work at 3 o'clock to go collect one of them from school. And she can make up for that time by doing an extra hour, whereas she couldn't do that when she was actually in an office. And and that's what I'm talking about—the work-life balance. That, 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 that's fair enough. That's but there's the probably there's probably there's probably other do. people who are doing that or that, that don't have kids that are doing the extra hour or two hours at home just to prove they're more productive, which you shouldn't be. Yeah, sorry, Angela, you want to say something there? Well, that's the choice you make when you go into that job before the pandemic. Yeah, but can we not just can we all not just agree to make let's try and make things better going forward? Because maybe it wasn't so good before the pandemic. When we take now, I mean, look, it doesn't matter to me. But I know there are people out there who struggle with a balance between work, getting the kids to school, all those are the things that have to be done as well. And maybe this has made us, it's shown us that we can do things better. Is, is that not a fair thing to say? No, because we're isolating people again. You know... It's, Look, that's happy to be isolated. <laughs> yeah, but... Very happy. It's, it's like when, when things actually open up, like even at the moment... You know, people are still wary of other people, and you shouldn't be like that. Mm-hmm. You know, and if you want to, if you want to work from home, it's up to your employer. If you can prove to your employer that you're more productive at home, that that's that's great, that's brilliant. If he decides to let you, but I don't think it should become a legislation or a law that um, you know employers have to let you work from home. Because okay, well, I, I know Leah has talked about it, and I know Boris Johnson is now talking about it as well. And Boris Johnson, actually, what he says, well, when I say makes a lot of sense, it makes a lot of it to the relation to the whole argument. He wants to make working from home the default. In other words, that's the position we start from. And if it's not possible, well, then well and good, you have to come into the office. Let me know what you think, by the way. Uh, Colette is in a situation where she would like to work from home, continue to work from home. She believes she's very productive from home. For an employer wants to do with a hybrid worker. Now, to point out again, her employer is doing nothing wrong by telling her she has to come into work. That is the contract that she would have set up when she started the job, I'm assuming pre-pandemic, that she had to go to her place of work. The world has changed, not the employer. 
and we all have to change our attitudes somewhat. So let me know what you think. The number is 087-188-0008. Do you believe there should be a legal right, and I say a legal right, that employers should be obliged by law to facilitate you if you want to work from home? And the number is 087-188-0008. That's 087-188-0008. Let's have a listen to these. No, an employer shouldn't have to prove that productivity is up or down from working at home. If an employer wants you to work from the office, that's your employment status. You're employed by him. You do as you're asked by him to cover the work deployed by him, so he can be paid. So you can be paid by him, not Leo Varadkar. No, you have to look at the mental health aspects of this, right? I know everybody goes to work just for the money. That's why we go to work. But the second thing is to get out of the house and meet other people. If you're going to the spare bedroom every day and staring at a computer and then coming out and just facing your family every evening, day in, day out, that's going to take its effects long run. So I think employees would be right to encourage people to get back into the office and get out and social, like just for the social aspect of it as well as everything else. Thanks, now I love the show. Yeah, I couldn't agree with you more, by the way. I, I think it's great for people to get out, meet other people, meet other adults, not just children in your house. But that doesn't suit everybody and, and I think I would encourage people to go back to work if they can go back to work or if they want to go back to work but the point is there are people who don't want to there are people who have adjusted their lives over the last 18 months and it's going to be very difficult for them to adapt to going back again when they've already saved the money on childcare been able to look after their own children been able to do all those things they couldn't do before and now their life has changed and now you're asking them to change it back again to suit you as an employer so there is questions to be raised around the whole legalities of this and what should and shouldn't be allowed, I suppose. And, and you're right. For some people, going back to work, I would encourage it for mental health. Absolutely. I wouldn't disagree with it at all. Let me go to Mick. Mick, you're an Ireland's classic kids. How are you doing, Mick? Absolutely. How are you? Good. Mick, as an employer, uh, do you yes. agree with the right for an employee, provided their work you know, productivity is as good, uh, to be allowed to work from home? Yes. Absolutely. Um, it's still something I've actually tried to encourage over the pandemic. Unfortunately, uh, we, I operate a service company, so my, most of my guys can't work from yeah. home. But the, the admin side of things can be done. It's we're all on cloud these days. Um, yeah. You know, there's no reason why they can't work from home. My biggest concern, as you, as has just been pointed out, there is mental health. Um, like I, I, I know myself from trying to get the business up and running many years ago. You know, you're you're sitting in front of the screen, laptop or whatever it might be, and you're on the phone the whole time. But you're you're lost in your environment, in your home. Your home becomes your office, and then you never get a break from it. Uh, and the, the mental health aspect of it is is huge. It wear you down and burn you out. I, I think this is psychology, and I've, I've said this to people already, and I know we've had experts talk about it during the year, that if you are working from home and, and hoping that you do have more than just, say, a single-bed apartment, uh, is to try and get that office area in a room that you don't normally use in the house, so at least you're going somewhere. Do you know Absolutely. Of, you Absolutely. Know? And for what we're actually doing at the minute, uh, we recently got approved for uh, a mortgage uh, with Bank of Ireland, and I know Martina is the mortgage specialist is listening, so I just want to say, thanks very much. Yeah. Um, but part of part of my arrangement, uh, part of what I, my plan is, I can work from home. I can work from the office more often than not uh, if I was working remotely. Yeah. Um, so I, I intend to move my office back to my new house uh, and maybe have have a section set up aside for as an office. So that I get up in the morning, I go out the door, I kiss my son and my wife goodbye, and I go to work. Yeah, now, so you can literally place. disconnect from your work when you leave it again. Yes, of course. Exactly, yeah. I, I'm hoping to be fortunate enough that it's not going to be in the same... Uh, building it. Hopefully, I know what you mean. Yeah, 
or yeah. something. Yeah. yeah. Now, on the, on, the, on the other side of that, um, there's a whole raft of people that have managed to save a heap of money over the pandemic um, through not having to pay for childcare, their motoring costs are down, they're not, you know, uh, paying uh, fuel, insurance, tax, um, yep. toll bridges, whatever. And they managed to put that money aside. Oh, brilliant, lovely. So now they've got a deposit. And now they're, uh, I think the term was hollowing out Dublin. Mm-hmm. That I heard a while ago, and that's everybody kind of running for the hills, shooting for Wexford, whatever. It, it maybe a slightly further commuter town than what would normally. Well, you know be. what? I I think indirectly, you know, working from home can help an awful lot of problems that we've had in this country, i.e., the housing crisis. Uh, because I think if we all have the ability with technology the way it is nowadays, and if the government get their finger out and actually put in the rural broadband plan, um, we can work from different counties. So I could be working in Dublin but living in Wexford, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. I absolutely agree with you, except for this. If this legislation doesn't go ahead, there's people after buying houses in Wexford, Waterford, Carlow, wherever it might be, in an hour, an hour and a half, even even, even as far west as uh, the outskirts of Galway, the, the, the east Galway, if you will. Um, and now they can't work from home. They're not allowed to work from home. So now they're in the wrong place. I know people they're, they're who are. I know people who are now working from home in different countries. They're living in yeah. different countries. That's going to yeah. be a huge problem for them, to, you know, for employers to say to them, well, I'm sorry, we want you back in work. That commute could be a bit tricky. By boat and plane, yeah. That's it. But, but okay, so what do you what do you say to employers who are listening to you, Mick, and saying, "Well, as you know, okay, maybe their productivity is as good at home, but I want them back in the office because I want to kick their arse every now and again, and I want a bit more creativity, and I like when they're together because they bounce off each other, and I want them back in work." I think um, we're all grown ups. We can sit down and we can talk and we can work out something that works for everybody. Ultimately, the employer is not going to have the running cost of the office or the, the same running cost of the office. There's a benefit there for them. Of course. Um, and the employee is not going to have the same travel cost. We're not going to be all sitting on the M50 for, you know, two to four hours a day. Um, and uh, I think there, there, is a, there is scope for everybody to win here. Um, and do, you, do you think... It, that, do you think- employers, I mean, somebody suggested to me earlier on, if this becomes the norm, that employers will pay people less. They'll say, okay, you can work from home, but I'm not paying the same money. Well, it was a Twitter at the start of the pandemic gave everybody a 5% decrease in pay because mm-hmm. they were now not working. They were now, they didn't have to come into the office. They were saving on fuel, childcare, this, that. They were still up. But 5% that they were, they were, they were, they were deducted. Um, was just reflective of their new situation. I think it was a very forward-thinking uh, move to make, to be fair. Well I, um, well, I know Leo Varadkar in the next budget is planning to bring in uh, new, obviously new tax laws in relation to people working from home and allowances for people working from home. At the moment, obviously, the tax laws are not up to date with this current environment. But certainly, in, yeah, well, they never will be. Uh, but I suppose for people to make allowances for your office being in your home, in other words, you know, part of your heating well, that, bill, part of your... your as a yeah. self-employed, as a self, uh, not, not as a limited company director, but if you're a sole trader... You can do uh, that, yes. You can do that. You can claim 25% of your heat, your light, whatever it might be, yep. uh, your, your phone and all that. All brilliant, all well and good, but it needs joint thinking that it's, it's, it can be rolled out where there's a degree of flexibility. It's not going to be one size fits all. But it is something that I think needs to be discussed with the employer and the employee on an individual basis. But I think there is a, a, a requirement for um, uh, personal social responsibility and mental health that there must be some office time. But you do believe there is a requirement for legislation to give people, to, to, as Boris Johnson said, to make remote working the default position? In, in other words, unless it's not possible. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, okay, well, stay, well, stay there for a second, uh, if you can. Yvonne, you're an Ireland's classic kid. How you doing, Yvonne? How are you doing? Uh, Yvonne, do you believe that remote working should be the default position, i.e. should there be legislation that once you can work from home, you should be allowed to? 
I think you should be allowed to. Whether it's the default position or not now is, is not so much the main thing for me. For me, it's actually there's some form of legislation for both sides. Because mm. if either side can put forward a case for hybrid working arrangements that work for them, then it, you know, it should be a legal HR issue that you're at least heard out. Yeah, that you, you, know, that you can put your point across, yeah. That's it. The girl that was on earlier on sounds like she's Colette, I think her name was, sounds like she has more of an issue with her employer than she has with actually being called back into work. Albeit it was an early callback, it's a very short notice, and it does sound like no flexibility there, that's fine, but it does sound as if she's actually just unhappy with her boss. Well, I think she's unhappy with, I think she's unhappy with the fact that he's not communicating, well, that they're not really giving her yeah. any choices. Exactly. Which is, I mean, I think everybody, anybody would be unhappy with that situation. But I, mind you, I, I think there needs to be an announcement from government today or tomorrow or whatever that if employers want people back to work, there should be a notice period. You can't just turn out to somebody and say, after a year and a half, I want you back tomorrow or I want you back next it's, week. And it's not, yeah, it's not what's happening. I mean, if companies are saying, and to the best of my knowledge, they're kind of, there hasn't been any change to the, to the stance that if you can work from home, continue to work from home. So if Leo's requesting and Michal or whoever is requesting now at this stage that they want to pull back forward for, to, to August in order to give people a chance to get in. Yeah, I agree with you. That's 30 days notice should be the minimum. I mean, you should be at saying, yeah, yeah. So yeah. in other words, but in 30 days, you're back. Yeah. But everybody has a different stance on it. So there's companies who are creative companies who need people to be working together and need people to be, um, you know, ideas bouncing and so on and so forth. That's the industry that I'm in. And I, they, they need it. But there's admin aspects to other companies, like that other girl was saying as well, where if you've proved that you have been as productive during the time that you've been working from home and it helps your work-life balance, that's what has to be respected. So I think on both sides of the fence, that if you can prove to a point, uh, you know, as to where it's relevant and why it's important. So if her guy can come along, that, that guy later on, and give reasons, a valid reasons why um, he wanted those three days in, you know, the HR, for that, especially when she's working for a large company, the HR company should be able to step in and listen to her side of the fence as well and figure out then, well, what's the solution for, for this? Because you're talking about people who are working in bedrooms on their own and there's that other chap was there talking about people's mental health. Not everybody is in that situation. No. Some people's mental health has absolutely thrived during this due to the fact that they've got financial pressures to take them off for, for childcare or they're, they're taking away an hour and a half commute. So I personally had a, the bones of an hour and a half commute each side of my day. That's been massive for yeah, me. Yeah, I mean, I, I know somebody who goes to work at 8 o'clock in the morning. He's working from home. So he goes, to, when I say goes to work, goes to his bedroom at, at, eight, at 8 o'clock in the morning. And then what he does is, has a bit of lunch about 10 o'clock and goes for a one-hour walk. Uh, yeah. Then he comes back and he and he does the extra hour, like a flexi time, to make up yeah. for that hour. It's not like he's dodging work or anything like that. So no, and because that's the type of job he's in, it doesn't matter whether he's working at whatever time. It doesn't really matter once he gets his work done. So it does make people's life, you know, it enhances really, life yeah, better. Yeah, absolutely. But for some people. Defense, exactly, because the other side of the fence then. So if, if the legislation is there to say, yes, you can go back to the office now. Uh, without any restrictions, like so the, the social distancing and so on and so forth, if they feel we're, by the end of July uh, or the beginning of August that we're going to be all, you know, a lot more vaccinations in and so on and so forth, and if your individual business can provide the space or provide a comfortable environment, the other side as well, the, the, the what do you call it, um, public transport hasn't been put back to the full capacity. No, yet. that's still only a 50%, physically, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so physically getting back into the office is another thing as well. But I do know people, and I'm working with people who are working in a very small space with children around them, and one one person in particular I know is pretty much working from her bedroom. 
for the 18 months. Well, maybe they'd be glad to get back to work. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, no, I'm sorry for cutting you a bit short, Yvonne. I'm, I'm just running out of time. Mick, thank you very much indeed as well. Uh, keep texting, keep WhatsApping. Numbers 87 8 Do you believe there should be legislation in place? Yvonne says there should, well, we should be talking about it. And HR should have the facility to be able to entertain a request that if you believe that it's better for your work-life balance to work at home, that you should be allowed to do so. Hi, Niall. D- these employers have got to pay rent on their offices and everything else. So, I mean, that's why they want the employers back, employees back. And what happens if that girl, if she decides to make her lunch at home because that's her workplace now and cuts her finger on the knife? What, is that a workplace accident, is it? Can she sue the boss? I doubt that. She does it in her house. She's covered under her own insurance. She'll have house insurance. All house insurance, by the way, has liability insurance, usually up to millions. So, and I doubt she's going to be suing herself and suing her own insurance. Hi, Dial. I think people having the right to actually work remotely might be better for the country as a whole. It might uh, decentralise a lot of people away from Dublin, where most of the work is, and allow them to work, work and live in different towns around the country, and that'll, uh, that'll uh, revitalise a lot of the smaller towns, and then it'll take the strain off the schools that are in around the city as well, mm-hmm. if people can, uh, can move around the country. So... There's a lot of plus points to it there. Yeah, there is a lot of plus plus. Gary, you're on Ireland's Classic Kids. How are you doing, Gary? Hey, you going? Hello. Good. Gary, are you for or against the idea of legislating to allow people to work at home? I'd be very against it. Uh, you got to consider, like, I have a buddy who is, works for a large country. We're losing your phone there, Gary. Have you got it in your pocket? Hey. <laughs> you, okay, you've got a buddy who works for a large catering company. Go on, yeah. And sure, he's out of work because nobody's working in the offices. You've got uh, the small cafes and shops around these offices that rely on the footfall from the office. And, 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 and I understand that. And yes, my empathy and everything else goes to my sympathy. Because sorry, you should say goes to those people, right? Uh, who deliver sandwiches to offices in the city centre, etc. Yeah, et yeah, yeah. and, and some of the local shops in the cities, by the way, who will have suffered badly from the lack of footfall. But, yeah, big but, time, eh? but, yeah, but there is an argument that life has changed. And there's an argument... For example, I could use the same argument and say, God, the internet's a terrible thing because newspapers are going out of business. Yeah, no, I, I, I mean, you can't, that, yeah. we, have to, we have to look at a progression of society as well. And those people who saw... It's only a temporary progression. Like, it's only because of the pandemic. And once the pandemic's over, oh, no, I know, I know. life goes back to normal. And normal is your contract is going five days a week. I and looking. you do what your manager says. Like, that other dude is saying, like, you can talk to your manager. And if your manager says no, well, then that's... City. Gary, I am with you 100% of the way and if you listen to the show for the last 18 months I'm flying the flag of normal. I love normal, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. I, but in saying that, I do acknowledge that over this last 18 months we may have, you know, uh, inadvertently did something that might have shown us that this is progression and this is what maybe we should have been I doing. I totally agree, but I just think, uh, if, like your man said, if your boss says no, that's it. If your boss says yeah, brilliant. Like my partner, she works in a law firm in town and They've come to an agreement that she does two days from home and three days in the office, and unless she's needed in the office or she's not needed in the office, so it's quite flexible. And that's because she's got a decent boss, so not everyone's going to have that. But yeah, that's the, the kind of hybrid working that a lot of yeah, them are trying yeah, to do. That's, yeah, that's the only way to do it, I would imagine. But yeah. like these people that think they should legislate that they can get five days at home, that's, that's a nonsense, really. Right, so 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 if Mary is at home and she's working from home for the last eighteen months and she's managing then now to look after the kids as well, or Johnny or whoever it is, I don't want to be sexist about it. And they're yeah. do, they're, they're, <laughs> they're managing to get a work life balance where they can save money on childcare costs, they can get the kids back and forward to school, and still do their job. 
you're saying, ah, oh, well, tough. You yeah, well, that guy, the that benefits, like you say, that's like you said at start, that benefits her or him. But what about the guy who doesn't have a job because Mary or John doesn't go into the office anymore? Mm-hmm. And you're, yeah, th- and you're thinking of the childcare workers who don't have enough children anymore. Childcare won't, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know childcare is ridiculously expensive, but it is rare. This is the country we live in. Like. Right, okay. Okay, Gary, I see both points. But all right, thanks very much indeed, Gary. Okay, loads of people texting in. And I'll be honest with you, it's a kind of 50-50 split, really, today in relation to it. 50% of people believe that there should be a legal right to work from home. And the other 50% believe absolutely not. If your employer can help you out, and if your employer can play ball with you, well and good... But they don't actually have, they shouldn't have a legal obligation to do it, I think a lot of people are saying. Hi Niall, um, I just want to say I don't agree with that employees um, should request that they should be legally be able to work from home. However, I do think after the couple with this pandemic and what have you, I think it's definitely a conversation that an employer and employee could have. And if both parties who both signed the contract are quite happy to go forward with remote working, well so be it. But I think it's unfair to actually put that pressure on employers now. Real people, real opinions, real talk radio. The multi award winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic hit.